Hi, cuties. Welcome back to the Royal Diaries podcast. I am Ginger Nichelle, your fashionista godmother, here to talk about all things fashion, fashion entrepreneurship, and this glam life of fashion that you all want to be a part of, my darlings. Uh, Today, our topic is about sizing and grading for your brand, figuring out that size chart, figuring out how you are going to size your brand. This isn't something that really comes up a lot for me when people ask about my brand or how I got to where I am and things like that. But I feel like it's a really good topic because sizing really helps your brand as a whole. It really helps brand recognition. It helps the customers coming back and returning to you. And it lessens the amount of returns you get on merchandise because your clothing fit well. So you do want to consider making sure your sizing and your grading do make sense. A good pattern maker will (laughs) make or break you as a designer. I'm kidding. But sizing is very important. You do not want your sizes to be all over the place. You do not want a grader or pattern maker to just, you know, one inch over here, 12 inches over there. You really want to make sure things fit properly. So first, I am going to break down what grading is. Grading is really just manipulating your base size pattern and using that to make different sizes. For example, if your medium is your base size, you will use the medium patterns to make a size small, size extra small, large, and extra large. Typically, patterns are not made for every single size in the sense of starting from scratch. If you make patterns from scratch, you're not going to make a pants pattern in five different sizes all from scratch. You're going to make one size, get the fit of that correct, and then make the next sizes. With grading, there does come grade rules. So for a customer that has less room in between sizes, it may be a one inch grade. If you have a little bit more, maybe a one and a half, maybe the two inch grade, and that will be your grade rule. So an easy way to explain that is if your waist, um, medium waist is at 30 inches, two inches below that, which would be 28, will be your size small. Another two inches below that, which is a 26 inch waist, will be your extra small. So that's a very simple, basic way of saying what your grade rule is and your grade. However, for your size chart, you're not going to put your grade rule um, because there are way more points of measure to get proper grade rule. But you're not going to do that. Typically with your size chart, you know, you put bust, waist, hip, maybe height, maybe inseam, maybe thigh, maybe under bust, maybe over bust. There's a few measurements in there that you can add or take away, but bare, 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 bare bottom minimum is typically bust, waist, hip. So you do want to make sure you have that on your website as your size chart. You want to think about if you want to have all sizes from extra small to extra large, as well as plus size, or if you want to only have small, medium, large, or if you only want to have 
plus size or extended plus, really think about uh, your target customer once again. I know I say this all the time, but everything always comes back to your target customer. So be sure to listen to my podcast about target customers because you definitely need to know who your target customer is. Having a size chart on your website will not come in handy if you're only doing custom looks, if you're only doing a one size for the photo shoot, but then everything off your website is custom. You really don't need a size chart because they're not picking a size um, since you're going to make it based on their measurements. If you aren't creating the items yourself or through a sewer or small manufacturer, if you're going to vendors to buy garments, you still want to make sure that the garments that you buy fit within your size chart. So maybe their small is really close to your extra small. So you want to make sure that you take note of that, you get their size chart, um, you fit it on your fit model um, or yourself, you know how uh, the garment fits. So this is if you're doing um, vendors and maybe mixing it with your website, or if you're just doing a bunch of vendors and you're having an online boutique, uh, you definitely want to look at all the sizes and make sure the sizes make sense for your website. Because even if you are using a bunch of different vendors, they all use a different size small, a different size medium, a different plus size, 18. You want to make sure that they are all pretty consistent, even though they're all going to be slightly different, just so that when a person is looking at your size chart on your website and they order a small, they actually get the small. They don't get something that fits like an extra small. Uh, a way that you can figure out what your size chart is. Like I said, take your base size, whatever that may be. If you are using small, if you're using medium, if you're using 2X, whatever your base size is, use that as a starting point and just go up and down. You can do, like I said before, a one inch grade, one and a half, two inch grade. Typically two gives more room people because if they're on the bigger end, quote unquote, of the medium, they might go up to a large just to be safe, or they might get the medium and they'll be, you know, it'll fit them perfectly. So if you are using a one inch between sizes where your medium is 30, your large 31, extra large 32, then you will have less people that um, it, it's less wiggle room, basically, because you have to also consider tolerance, because if you do get things manufactured, you make it yourself, there is that tolerance that may come off with cutting, may come off with your serger, things like that. So you might lose, you know, an eighth or a quarter of an inch in the width anyway. So just keep those things in mind um, when you are deciding what you want to use. And it also depends on your target customer you know, and how you want to go about it. So think about that when you are thinking about making your size chart, start from your base size and just go up and down from there based on the grade that you decided to do. What you can also do is look at websites that have your competitor, see how their size charts are, look at that to maybe give you a jumping off point 
And you can even look at big retailers, Hot Topic, you know, Zara. Uh, You can look at bigger retailers and see what they do and see how they have it. Maybe Savage Fenty, if you are doing lingerie, you know, Tommy Bahama, if you're doing that kind of beachwear and things like that. Look at those bigger corporate companies and see what their size chart is, because that will help you also determine you know, where you would like to be on the size chart. And you can see what numbers they use, what language they use, things of that nature. Some people like saying extra small, small, medium. Some people like using, you know, four, six, eight, you know, plus size. For example, on my website, I use it as zero, one, two, three, four, really just because I like the language of it being a smaller number as opposed to using a bunch of X's or just using bigger numbers. I like the fact that it's a smaller number, even smaller than the straight sizes. So the plus size don't have to see so many X's after it because I just think it just does get a little annoying. But I understand that that's how it is. It's just more of a personal preference. I, I like that the plus size numbers are actually smaller and do that. So Like I said, you can look at that, see what other brands are doing and use that to help decide how you're going to lay out your size chart because you would definitely need a size chart if you are selling garments. Now, if you're selling, you know, handbags or jewelry or wallets, things like that, you all need a size chart, um, but you definitely do want to have some measurements on your website that say the, you know, length, width and depth of things just because, you know, people need to visualize, see if it's going to fit in their purse and their lives in general. So you definitely want to make sure you have some measurements so people have points of reference. If you are making pants and only pants or bottoms, something like that, you definitely want to have the inseam, um, the height, if possible, you know, maybe the height of your model and say, you know, my model is five foot three and she has a 29 inch inseam. That way your customer knows when they're buying your pair of pants, they know that the inseam is going to be 29 and that the model is whatever height they are so they can compare it to themselves. So they know, oh, well, 29, it's a little bit scrunched on her at the ankle. Okay, so I know that'll work out. For me, I'm a little taller, so it'll fit right at the ankle. Cool. Or, hey, let me email you and say, could you make it like, is there a possibility I can have it like an inch or two longer? Or do you sell pants like that? Things of that nature. So just make sure you think about all these things while you are thinking about your target customer, designing all those things, because sizing is very important. You know, if things are a little too big, or, you know, people kind of get over it because they're like, "Ah, okay, it's not that bad, you know, whatever. If things are too small, that's where you kind of run into trouble because they can't even get into it. Um, So that's why I like using two inches between my sizes so that if it's a little bit, like if it's an inch bigger, it's not such a big deal because eh, that's easily ease anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. But if it's 
a little too small, then they'll probably go up the size anyway. So be sure to think about all of that. When you are looking for a pattern maker and a grader, like I said, you know, be sure to test them, test out a size run if you are using a single pattern maker grader or if you're using a manufacturer, make sure you have the size run. Make sure you, you know, take a few measurements before production is all complete, have them make all the sizes and just check basic, you know, bust, waist, hip, full length. Make sure that those things are growing. The length should be growing as the sizes are getting bigger. Should get the length should either stay the same or get slightly smaller as your sizes are getting smaller. It depends where your base size is. But, you know, certain things you're going to have to check. If you aren't really sure about all of those things or fit or things, you might want to have a technical designer to also double check the work to make sure it is right. So these are all steps that you are going to have to do as a designer. I know it's a lot, but you are going to make sure that all these things are correct so that you have the best product possible that you're putting out and you're not compromising something that is easy to do as making sure your fit is right (laughs) and missing out on potential customers. You definitely, definitely want to make sure that you are taking time to perfect the fit and make sure that there is a standard of fitting for your garments across the board. Check um, your pattern maker, check your, you know, manufacturer, hold them to standards. You know, even if it's a few specs of, like I said, bust, waist, hip and length, just make sure they are hitting those, hold them accountable for that. Um, If you see a pattern where they said they graded it and all they did was add to the seam allowance, you know they're not doing that properly because grading is a lot more than just adding to the seam allowance. That's not how you grade at all. You grade from the middle and move everything out or move everything in. So you know that you are in the wrong spot if you see that's happening. You just want to be sure that you are controlling the process as much as possible. So definitely, definitely, definitely take some time and think about sizing. Think about how you're going to do. And your sizing could change. You could start simple and just offer three sizes. And once you expand, you start offering, you know, maybe five sizes. And then you move up to, you know, 10 or what have you. So So you could start small, definitely start small and then just go up from there. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was very informative to you. Be sure to share this podcast with anyone who is thinking about um, having their brand and maybe they're unsure about sizing or they haven't thought about sizing or their size chart at all. Share this with them. Maybe it will give them a few ideas to know how to size their garments properly and know the proper way to add a uh, size chart to their website. Be sure to check out my website, lroyaltyclothing.com, where you can be a Harajuku Barbie-inspired girl yourself. 
And be sure to check out my YouTube channel as well, which is the sister to this. I tackle the same topics, but I give, you know, different examples, different world world experiences. So you can be sure to check me out on all the social medias as well and get all those algorithms out there as they supposed to be. But until next time, cuties, stay cute and stay unique. I will see you next time. Okay, bye.